One of the most helpful things I've learned is that I'm not alone. You're not alone. And as we open up to the right people, we'll see our communities grow bigger and stronger. If you find this video helpful, please support us by liking and subscribing. And if you know someone this video can help, please pass it their way. My mission is to help make the world a safer place by sharing with you the stories that saved me. So tell me where you were before you lost everything. Hmm. Which time? <laughs> you know? 2016. Uh, so 2016. So 2015, I was, was living in South Philly. Yeah. I was working at a place that I told myself I would never work. <laughs> it was in a spa setting because I didn't see myself as like a spa therapist. But then I had to realize like, come out of that world, you're a therapist. And whether you are working in a spa, whether you're working in a rehabilitation setting, you're a therapist. So I'm, I'm working there, doing what I have to do. Um, you know, going to the gym every day, getting up and I'm active and I'm walking and I feel like I'm climbing because I'm getting a little bit better than I was the day before. And I was like, you know, I kind of like this. And I'm getting out and I'm networking and I'm meeting new people and I'm experiencing like new things so far as business is concerned. And I'm experiencing new ways to like do things. And did you know you can market this way? Or this is something I knew nothing about and now I'm exposed. So now I feel like this is my life. And it's like, yeah, all of it, let's go. Um, and... I'm a person where I would like to call myself a, a extroverted introvert. Like I, I adore people. I adore more my private time. Like <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> like, I adore people. I really do. But like, if I can just take the time to recharge, because that's what I, I just need some minutes alone, just to like recharge my battery, like ingest everything that I learned that day, and kind of like put it into proper perspectives. Um, felt like I was getting an opportunity to do that. I had a chance to like be by myself. I felt like more balanced. Um, in that 2015, I got an award from one of my networking organizations in that year. And I felt like, yeah, I am making it. Not I've made it because they're, I don't know what made it is, but I'm making it. I'm, I'm not starving. I'm succeeding at this thing that in business I'm doing. Um, I have an office that I, I was in the office at that point also um, with like 2015. Matter of fact, I had just left the spa job and I decided I was going to leave my job, strike it out on my own, <laughs> and just be that therapist. So I was like in an office setting with myself, a doctor, a chiropractor, a physical therapist, and a nerve testing person. So we all shared the same office space, but we all did five different functions. That's amazing though, because that's a holistic. And I, I love that, that realm of everybody being able to service everybody who they needed to, to service and everybody like one-stop shopping. and come here like there is a medical doctor here nobody's discounting medicine or medication but sometimes you may just need a chiropractic adjustment you may just need a massage you may need your physical therapist it's all here for you wow. and we were in that setting so that's why I think that award meant so much more because it's like that July of 2015 I left my put him a two-week notice for my job went on vacation and came back and started working for myself wow. so it was like Yes, and I felt like I wasn't like falling on my face about it. And then 2016, come like I was like in that point, I was you know, doing doing well, got into a relationship, and that was going well. And like 
March, April 2016, I guess I asked the universe for too much. And it was like, oh, you want this? Here's what it's going to take. Boof. You're going to lose your car. You're going to lose your place to practice. You're going to lose your... Uh, you, you, I, I lost my relationship. I lost my place to live. I lost a family member. I lost a friend in almost my mind. So, and then all those things came in a matter from March, April to September. So in that time of, like all those things were gone. It was like- In a matter of, wait, what? March. March, April, May, June, July, August, September. In six months. All those things. You lost everything. (laughs) And it was like, Did anybody see where my stuff went? Like where? <laughs> like literally everything. Everything. And having to start from scratch. And when my uncle transitioned, that's when there was a severe hurricane. I had my mom, my uncle, and my auntie. They all flew down to bury my uncle, their brother. So worrying about them, not in the midst of everything, Flat worrying where? about to the Bahamas. They're flying home into a hurricane to go bury family. <laughs> And it's like, not only am I sad that I no longer have this uncle, I'm worried about the safety of my mom, my uncle, you know, my aunt. And then I'm trying to figure out where, I'm still trying to figure out where my stuff went. Like, where did it go? I have no, like, why is all this right now simultaneously happening? Like, what am I doing? What am I not doing? What am I not seeing that all of this is happening right now? Because it was like, with all the best intentions, with all of with with all of everything in me, all this stuff still went. Can you tell me about each one that left and how quickly yeah, talk talk me through this. <laughs> talk you through the the stuff I think first it was it was the car first. What happened? So that car got repossessed. And it was because of payments that I was making. And then I realized I had to work a certain amount of hours to keep those payments. Mm-hmm. But if somebody needed me and pulled my attention away from that, I was going to where they needed because, you know, family needed me, friend needed me. I'm going to go do what they needed me to do instead of what I knew I should be doing. Or at least budgeted time better so that maybe I can do both or work it out to where maybe I can't do this today, but maybe I can do it tomorrow. Yeah. But then I realized that that same thing was an overarching theme for why I lost the things that I lost at that time period. That you felt like you gave yourself to... I gave myself... I didn't focus enough. On yourself? On myself. Because I thought if focusing on me at that point was like, you have all, all these things and, you know, it's selfish just to focus on you. Yeah. But when you're not focused on you, you lose things, yeah. as is proven. <laughs> yeah. And it's not that you're being selfish, because clearly, if you don't focus on yourself, if you don't take the time to really hone on what you need to do, if you don't practice your no, which one, you know, listening to Lisa, Lisa Nichols, your no makes your yes that much more powerful. Because people respect your yes at that point, because it's like, oh, they'll do it, they'll do it, they'll do it, because they never say no to anything. Yeah. But in you not saying no to anything, you're kind of like saying no to you. 
You're saying no to all the stuff you have to do. You're saying no to your goals. You're saying no to your dreams. You're saying no to like your aspirations because somebody else wants you to do their yes. Yeah. And let's face it, you're not here to do somebody else's yes. <laughs> you're here to do your yes. Yeah. And some people will, some people understand. Yeah. Some people, they won't. I was gonna ask you, what kind of pushback did you get? Pushback, I don't know. And, and that, and the, cause I lost all the stuff cause I never said no. I got pushback from me. I got pushback from the universe. Oh yeah. I never said no to anybody else. Yeah. It was like, if you wanted me here and it kind of even a little bit made sense to me and you know, this person is going to be satisfied that I'm here doing this thing for them. I, I'm, I'm loving people, you know, I love people. I want to spend time with you. I probably couldn't have, or probably even shouldn't have at that point. But I said yes. And that yes, got my stuff taken away because it took away my focus. So in, in people later on not understanding why did she become so like, like pro no. It's because I proed yes and I saw what they got me. So let me just try the opposite of that. Like, let me, let me, let me try the opposite. What were people saying once you started doing the opposite? You know, to be honest with you, I don't really know. I just started doing the opposite. I didn't like at that point, I didn't, I can't say I didn't care. I didn't let it affect me. And people didn't push back? If people push back, I didn't know about it. If they kind of got upset, they hid that very well. Because I didn't know. Wow. And I can't say that I, I didn't know because I stopped paying attention. Because I paid very well attention. It was nerve-wracking for me to say no initially. So all of my no's came. No, but here's why. Mm. So then I started explaining my no. Mm. And I'm like, but I realized too, you can't even explain your no sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because some people are like, well, if you say this, and if this is why, then you can still do this, and you can still do this for me. Mm. I had to start making my no a complete sentence. Yes. Yes. I had to, and it was just like, no, dot. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's all you get. Yeah. Why not? Because I said so. Because I. <laughs> because yes, yes. Because I said so. I started that a couple years ago, and it was it's amazing. Yes. It was nerve-wracking. I was like, they're not going to like me anymore. How much do you care? Not at all. So you said it was a recurring theme that you were losing losing things because you were too much of a yes man. Mm-hmm. So how did you lose your business? So within my business, and it, you know, being a solopreneur, so everything is up to you. Mm. When you don't focus on one thing, it can throw off everything. Mm. I finally had, like, the, I think one of the things that, that was one of the lessons that was hardest for me to learn. It was much, and it was just like, of course you want your family time, of course you want your this time, of course you want to be all the things and be everywhere for people. One, if you're here for people and you're not here for your business, your business is going to suffer. If you're not here for people, they can find somebody else to do it. But because this is your brainchild, this is your baby, this is your like, this is the thing you birthed into the world. If you're not taking care of this thing, it's going to suffer. And I didn't really believe that, so the universe showed it to me, I guess. (laughs) So you were neglecting your your work? I was neglecting my baby, Um. essentially. And my business... Because I birthed it, because I bought an LLC and, you know, the, the proverbial birth certificate, you know, that's mine. <laughs> yeah. I have to take care of this. I have to make sure that this is getting done and that is getting done. And not wanting to miss out on family stuff, not wanting to miss out on anything with anybody and still have my business 
but not realizing like you really do have to focus on your business a little bit more. And I wasn't always doing that. So then those parts of business got lost. And it was like, yeah, you, you did it really great up until this point, but then you kind of took your eye off the ball one time, two times, and you sort of losing things around it. And then how did it officially go down? Like officially? Yeah. I, I think it's been officially put on pause. Okay. So now I won't even say go down. So for me, not having a place to practice, but you having a massage therapy business is going down. That, that's that's going down. At that point, I wasn't making house calls. So if I didn't have a place to practice, I didn't have a business to run because mm. there was nowhere to service people. Mm. That was one of the hugest, like, shockers, one of the hugest, like, slap in the face to stand up moments. Like, wow. Okay. And, and, and me losing all those things, I mean, like, even at that point, I didn't, like, as it was happening, I didn't understand. What I did understand was something wasn't right. Yeah. Like, I may not be able to put my finger on this exactly right now, but I know something, something's not right. And me, at that point in my head, me being there for people was not the part that wasn't right. It was like, no, you're here for people, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's really not. You have to sometimes just, hey guys, I'm sorry. This is the priority that I need to take right now. This is what needs to be happening right now. And I understand that you're going to miss me. I understand that you might not be happy with this. This is what I have to do right now. And I've realized that not only for business, but for relationships, but for personal, but for priorities, but for bills, you can't really agonize over what other people are going to say, think, or feel. Especially if you're not doing things from a malicious place. You're doing things from a place of priority. Yeah. And a place of focus. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can't, I can't come out and play right now. <laughs> <laughs> can't come out and play. Sorry. But yeah. Um, what is your business strategy now? So business strategy now, I decided one, I am not so crazy as to continue to work by myself. What I did do was get a firm to help me do a lot of things so far as in the realm of marketing, so far as in the realm of getting myself out there a little bit better and more proficient. And I can't talk about everything we're doing because one, it hasn't come to pass yet. Two, it's just like, no, we're not going to talk about that just yet. Just know that it's coming. But I did get a marketing agency to help me with it. Okay. Yeah. And where can we find your stuff at? The stuff as of now can be on Facebook, found on Facebook. At Special mm-hmm. Touch Massages, LLC. Special Touch Massages, LLC. <coughs> yeah. On Facebook so that it can give you like an idea of a couple of the videos, a couple of the shorts, um, things that are we're looking forward to doing in the future. Then we'll be posting things from time here to there not to be like quote unquote irrelevant. Just make sure, you know, that the name is kept out there until all the other marketing pieces are put together. Okay. Okay. And then, what's something else besides <coughs> learning how to say no and focus on you that has helped you grow your business? Huh. Huh. So, one of the things that I think helps with that, like learning how to say 
I think overall learning how to say no definitely help. Learning on how to say no and who to say no to. Mm. So learning that you can't say, rah, like, no, <laughs> <gasps> that, that, that helps. Yeah. <laughs> um, can't discriminate everybody. Not everybody knows what you're doing. Not everybody knows that what they're doing right now may not be something that's helpful. So you just can't like say, it, rah, and I mean like it can become a little frustrating. It can, it's time, like entrepreneurship is, t- is time consuming. Like if you're not in there, like, and it consumes like your whole existence. But if if you're in, in to doing what you're doing, especially like in the first couple years where you might get a couple bites of really before things pop and the universe is really asking you, sure you want that? Sure you want that? And it's poking at you and you're kind of losing things and it's like you putting like, you are like basically putting up prayer circles and, and <laughs> like sending up carrier pigeons to your ancestors and trying to, hey, can you just send a message? Like, let God know, I'm, I'm ready. Like, <laughs> like all the things and, and it gets really, really hard. I wish certain other people would understand, like, don't tell an entrepreneur to quit what they're doing because that is, like, one of those things where it's the difference between somebody being right here and their goal being here Mm -hmm. and them only having to go, like, that far when somebody's trying to convince you to go all the way back to scratch. And it's just like, no, it's hard. It's it's why only, like, you know, less than 5% of the people actually, like, make it. Like, it's not easy at all. People don't understand how much support is important support is very like you don't have to like physically give a dollar to what i got going on but if i post something on facebook hit the like button hit the share button yeah that goes a long way because maybe it's not your particular cup of tea but there may be 10 people on like your page or on your timeline Mm -hmm. that may be exactly what they're looking for yeah you know so you don't maybe you're not like coming in post repost a post It really legit, it cost you nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Repost it. Hit like, hey, my sister, hey, my cousin, hey, my auntie, hey, my like, you know, whoever is my friend is doing this thing and is showing support for them doing this thing. I am posting this. Take a look at it. Yeah. Encourage other people to take a look at it because people think, oh, support you. That means you want me to spend money with you. No, not necessarily. But if you could just share this bit of information. You have no clue who that might reach. Yeah. You have no clue who they've been looking for, what they be, or what they may need. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. So support, like an encouraging word. Yes. <laughs> yes. People don't understand that. Like it's not going to be if you see a book on what that person's trying to do, even if you don't buy them that book. Hey, I saw this book today called. Because trust me, you're writing it. If an entrepreneur is in anything else, they're well read. Yeah. <laughs> Entrepreneurs and books, yes. Yeah. Go ahead. We'll read stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I feel like I'm a good conversationalist, but I literally, when I hit you up and I was like, I want to start doing this, I started reading books and books and books <laughs> on how to be a better conversationalist. Because I'm just like... Yeah, yeah, I don't think I'm that good. <laughs> I hit up my friend who's a journalist. I was like, yo, how do you ask questions? Uh, <laughs> like, we are researchers because what? Like, there's, for a lot of things, there's no path. So we're making this path yeah. ourselves. And there's nobody who really knows, like, or nobody that we know who's, like, going this journey and can be like, yo, here's the tidbit, here's the... Yeah. I mean, you might look out and find a couple people who, you know... Get, get you on this part of your journey but yeah. like the journey itself that yeah. that's a you thing yeah so we read a lot yeah so if you find a book that you think we might let us know yeah i want another book yeah 
and the encouraging word just like you said the yeah. encouraging word like i was telling you before it's this is the first time that i'm being creatively vulnerable i was okay with oh you wrote that script you want me to perform it that's fine but to to be on stand up to be to just just be vulnerable with my own creativity scared the shit out of me and so i started with putting my music covers out and i and, and on, on instagram and i was only covering like part i only had part of my face at first cuz i was just afraid of showing myself singing and playing the piano and then i started you know people started saying i like that that's that's really beautiful and i was like okay thank you and then now i'm showing my face and awesome. thank you <laughs> and i'm like it's still scary every single time um and i'm still i still like listen to it over and over again and i'm just like okay sh should i post this should i post this <sighs> and then for me to start this passion project it's it's the scariest thing for me and it took people like you like you were the first person i hit up and i was like i want to do this project and i want to talk to you and just how enthusiastic you were about it i was just like yeah yeah okay i'll do it i'll do it honestly i know that feeling like you're like i put up like probably like 50 videos <laughs> on like the the special touch massages like Probably somewhere between 30 and 50 videos. I don't think I've watched one yet. <laughs> Why? Because I would go back and I would be like, yeah, I don't like this. Delete. Delete. Nothing would ever, if I had watched them, none, none of those would be there. Because I'm like, <laughs> I'm scared. And like I said, I'm, I'm a good like leader, director from back here. Like the cameras are up there and they're facing that way. No, no, no. <laughs> don't, don't turn towards me. No, no, no. <laughs> but now I'm not so afraid. I'm not so intimidated by being in front of the camera. Yeah. It doesn't mean I don't have like those jitters. It doesn't mean that I don't have like those times where I'm like, eh, I don't really want to do that. But I'm more comfortable than I was with it before. In your business, after having lost everything, having to rebuild yourself, having to learn how to say no and when to say yes you have the top 10 tips of success is that what that is yeah it's kind of like it's based loosely on like evan carmichael's rules and like how he gets different celebrities to tell you like their top 10 rules to success mm -hmm. um and i look at it like the top 10 before you really get to what the world sees as success because mm -hmm. for me and everybody else everybody has a different definition if I'm better than the me I was yesterday, I'm successful. Mm. Some people are like, well, you have to have, you know, a million likes on Facebook and that's successful. So it's, it's a little bit different for everybody. So some, some of my rules are as follows. <laughs> um, stop comparing yourself to people. <laughs> it's, it's only because we live in a world that like, ev like that's what social media is about. And everyone's on social media. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Out of the billions of people that are here, not even our fingerprints are the same. Why are you comparing yourself to other people? It's true. Everybody's race is not the same. Yeah. Stop comparing yourself to other people. There's like a pastor who says like, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. How many people you know are happy comparing themselves to other people all the time? 
They're not. Because yeah. they're always trying to keep up with what that person can do, what that person by default is made for. Mm -hmm. You're not made for that by default. Mm -hmm. Why are you trying to attain that? That's not what you're made for. Yeah. So now you're overextending yourself to somebody else's standard when you're not supposed to be there anyway. Stop that. <laughs> like there are certain places like within your industry where if like your industry has a standard, it's like, okay, I may want to go maybe a little bit above the industry standard, but not any one person in the industry's standard, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Because mm -hmm. um, it, it'll save you a lot of time. It'll save you a lot of sleepless nights. It'll save you a lot of headache. It'll save you a lot of feeling down on yourself because you're not where that person is, where you're not meant to be where that person is because you're not that person. Um, number two, listen to who you listen to. <laughs> I, I, I know, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> listen to who you listen to. Mm -hmm. There are some people who they've never really kind of attained what they wanted to in this life and it's left them bitter. And in them being left bitter, maybe that they all the way, and this is somebody that may, you know, you think it's supposed to be there for you or supposed to be riding for you. Mm -hmm. They can't ride for you beyond their bitterness. Mm -hmm. And if you need somebody to say good job and they don't know how to say good job and you're looking for good job from them, you are going to be left disappointed each and every time. Mm -hmm. Because not because they may not want to say it, they don't know, never learned how, or it feels weird for them to say so. So that person, and it low-key, they might be your competition, and you might not know it. Or that might be the person that you grew up with, so they don't want you to be, you know, better than them. And they're, if you realize a person is trying to, like, drag you down all the time, it's not for your protection. Only crabs do that. The only time a crab... And like people say, like you have that they crab in a barrel syndrome where somebody's trying to like grab you down in the ocean. Crabs only drag other crabs down when they're trying to put them in a huddle to become stronger so that they can't be attacked and destroyed, especially during their like malting and malted phase where they don't have a shell and they're more, you know, susceptible to predators. So when you hear somebody say that crab in a barrel, you kind of want to be a crab in a barrel. You want to drag somebody down only if you're trying to protect them. Whoa, watch your head. Get out of there. <laughs> this shark is about to come by and try to eat you. You might want to get down here. Yeah. It's the only time you want to listen to somebody like that. Yeah. Other than that, watch who you pay attention to. Because they might, here, go ahead. Whole crab in your ear on. Gotcha. <laughs> Just, you kind of want, you got you to gotta watch those people. Yeah. Um, when you are on your way to success, be grateful in the meanwhile. Be grateful in the meanwhile because I've realized one being grateful makes me laugh a lot but it makes me see a bunch of things that I probably wouldn't have saw because I was too concentrated on being like upset why don't I have this did you notice that funny thing that happened over there that's going to keep you like really lighthearted and jovial because life is just hard for everybody life is hard for everybody now it's either hard on the way to easy or hard on the way to harder because you're not learning but either way it's hard be grateful If you're not like being grateful, you like and that's like again listening to like just different inspirational people. When you're grateful, and I realize that like when you have somebody who's grateful, you're more likely to give them a little bit more because they appreciate what you gave them the first time. Mm -hmm. 
or the person who's not as grateful, mm -hmm. you're kind of like, eh, you might get it, but I'm going to give it to that grateful person first. Mm -hmm. And not just saying, like, be grateful because you're going to get stuff, but be grateful because it feels good. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, you could walk through your life and notice, like, all, like, the happiest, go luckiest stuff. It could be a bunch of people walking around in poop, and you could probably be looking up in the sky, cranking up with your eyes closed, but because you're grateful, you're missing every patch of poop and they could be looking down at the ground and stepping it every time <laughs> you know like just take the time for for gratefulness another one don't forget who's been there for you along the way like legit has been there for you mm -hmm. along the way mm -hmm. like when people are there to make sure that you get to make sure that you have, to make sure that you succeed. It's not that you're gonna be able to directly give that back to that person all the time. Make sure that person who was able to do that for you, pass it along. You can either give it back to that person directly or pass it along, but either way, don't forget who was there for you. Don't forget how they were there for you because somebody's gonna need that or you're gonna need it again. Mm -hmm. And if you bite the hand that feeds you, they ain't feeding you no more. Mm -hmm. If you bite the hand that feeds you, they're going to tell, not only are they not going to feed you, mm -hmm. they're going to tell other people how you bit them, so now you're not going to get help from anybody else. <laughs> don't feed that dog. They don't, that dog bites people. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Don't, we don't really want to mess with Cujo, because you know. So, you know, you want to make sure that you're, you're paying attention to who's good to you and always be good to them. And if you can't be good to them, be good to the next person in line. Mm -hmm. Like, make sure you're always passing that forward. And it takes gratitude to realize who's being good to you. Like to the go person. Back to the last one. Yeah. Like sometimes the person who's always saying yes to you isn't always being good to you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the person who lets you suffer a little bit is being good to you. Mm -hmm. Because if somebody's always giving you something, you're never appreciating like how hard fought things are. Mm -hmm. Like what? That's just going to be given to me. No. It's not. Not at all. And you have to. Suffer. Even God makes you suffer a little bit in this life. Sometimes. What we consider suffering, which is actually learning, but we consider it suffering. And God will let us go through that lesson. So if God is going to let you go through that lesson, this human, then they, I swear they're not being mean to you all the time. <laughs> not all the time. Yeah. So things that, so, you know, a, a couple, couple things like that. I know I have some more like written down because there's some ones that I would really like to say right now. I can't remember what they are. It's all good. It's all good. No, I appreciate you just sharing as much as you did and being vulnerable with me and, and having this conversation with me and again being supportive about this whole thing. Just <laughs> I'm all I'm all about the support. Like honestly, I've had I've had really supportive people along the way. Yeah. I've had people who I didn't realize were being supportive along the way. Yeah. I've had like times where little and and always and throughout life even before entrepreneurship and even within little things really do mean a whole lot yeah. so if you are going to go out there and you're going to share it and this helps like you said one person rock out i'm here for it thank you if they have any other questions and how we can answer those questions mm -hmm. i'm here for it yeah and where can people find you again they can find me on facebook at cc rex um, Special Touch Massages LLC if you want to find me there. Um, I'm going to start some kind of like inspiration. So I'm actually going to put the rest of those listed 
things thank you mm. on my tiktok <laughs> okay <laughs> so when i put those up on tiktok i will forward you that information and then like you can have it there what's your tiktok so it's cc rex four it was just something that they came up with that i went with c-e-c-e-c-e-c-e-r-e-x four the number four um putting some information like this kind of inspirational stuff together like because like i said I was listening to TV Jakes, and he was like, you know what the, the number one thing about arriving or looking at people as they arrived? You never saw the struggle that it took them to get where they are. He was like, you never saw the days where I couldn't afford diapers. I had to rent my kids a newspaper. Like, you, you see T.D. Jakes arrived, but you didn't see T.D. Jakes, you know, can I get, you know, whatever, like, which babies get diapers today? Because, you know... People never see that part of success. Mm -hmm. You see them when they're on stage. You see them when they got it. You see them when, you know, all the cameras are there and the flashing lights. But you never saw the days when they had to, like, walk to wherever they were going because they didn't have bus fare. You never saw them on the days where, you know, things were rough. You never saw, you know, Steve Harvey having to sleep in his car. You never saw Lizzo having to sleep in her car. You saw Lizzo when she was, you know, at, at her deal status. You saw Steve Harvey when he was on Apollo or well, Family Feud, you never saw those people before they made it. And I think more people need to understand the struggle part of stories and success. Understand like when you, so when you, people who want to rob people or people who want to steal from folks, and it's just like, you have no clue what it takes to have all that these people have. Mm -hmm. You have no, many, no idea how many times they got turned down before they got their yes. Mm -hmm. You have no clue. How many times like they cried, pleaded, darn near gave up before they succeeded? You know, and I think more people really need to understand those parts of stories. Yeah. Like they were like, wait, you, you still not there? Yeah, like come journey with me. Do you understand what that looks like? This is crazy. <laughs> you understand why only five percent of the people who try make it? <laughs> yeah. This is not for the week of, you know, faint of heart. No. <laughs> it's not. No. It's an interesting journey. It gives you something to laugh at. It makes you strong. It makes you able to share your journey. It makes you able to fight a good fight. It makes you able to inspire others. It is not meant to be easy. No. <laughs> and that it is not. No. No. And I'm glad that you're still, out of everything that you've been through, yeah. you're still, you're still doing I'm, the thing. <laughs> and I'm still here, still plugging away. So I'm on that fine line in between genius and insanity. So. <laughs> 